Hey, how you doing? It has been a long time since I posted a video, since I actually even thought about creating a podcast. I'd always just think about, oh, let me write some material. And I would always write like a bunch of material, but I just wouldn't find time to, you know, actually sit down by myself and record myself speak. Partly because there's just a lot that's been going on in my life right now. Um, the last time I posted was in October. Yeah, October 13th, 2020, last year. That was the last time I recorded. Um, partly what's been going on, I mean, the whole COVID thing, I hope everybody's safe and doing well. COVID is just draining, really. Like, I just can't wait for the day. Everything just comes back to normal. You know, we go out without wearing masks. I am tired of these damn masks, honestly. Usually, if I have a mask the whole day, I feel lightheaded. So every now and then, I just take it off just to breathe in, breathe out, you know, get that fresh air and stuff like that. Because I don't think it's healthy to keep breathing in the same air, in and out, in and out in that mask. It's not healthy. You Every now and then, you just need to take it off, but be safe. Social distance, you know. Don't be too close to anybody. Sanitize your hands and eventually, I guess, you'll be fine and stuff like that. So basically, what's been going on in my life is that, you know, I'm in a new chapter in my life. I'm in a new town, surrounded by new people and a new job. So basically, that's what kept me busy. I felt like I needed to settle down in the new town. And if you're wondering where I am now, I'm in Serenji. So I just needed to feel at home, make this place feel more like home, to get comfortable, to even start recording again because I can't lie to you it's been a bit hard because you work work you come home to basically nothing you know like what what's home what, like you're coming home to nothing like what are you coming home to you know to make it feel good you know because you just come home sit eat watch series sleep go back to work and you can easily fall into that cycle over and over and over again and eventually it's it means nothing it just adds up to nothing so you need to find something good to come back home to so basically this is basically me getting comfortable with my new life new town new friends or trying to make friends and wish i've made a couple of cool friends and still getting to know a couple of cool people which is good. So yeah, I think I'm headed on the right track. So this podcast, this episode would be talking about revealing our fake friends. And the thing that really pisses me off with people is like each year, like I don't know if you always see those memes. Each year there is this meme that talks about a hey, fake friends, you know, always talking about fake friends, fake friends, fake friends. Like, it can't always be you talking about fake friends, you know? Then sometimes you are the fake friend. So this episode is just going to highlight certain traits fake friends have. And if you are that fake friend, it will give you an opportunity to reflect on yourself and improve. So here goes. So I'm going to go with the bang, straight for the kill, for the jugular, you know? Firstly is don't talk to your friend's ex or talk to anyone 
who is interested in your friend if you have no intentions of seeing them together. Just stay out of it. A lot of people do this, like their friend confides in them and says like, oh, I like this person or this is my ex. And all of a sudden now they are interested in who this person is. Just don't do that. It's really, really annoying. A lot of people will be making their friends exes, their sneaky links. Like I've seen a lot of situations where your friend will go behind your back to be with your ex. And it's really messed up. Like, you can't do that. Like, it's just wrong. That's friendship code 101. Guy code, girl code, whatever. You do not mess with your friend's ex. That's just wrong. There are certain situations that, you know, might break this rule a bit. Like, let's say a situation whereby you knew the ex before you knew your friend. That situation, I would be for me, I would be cordial, you know? Like, I would be cool with my friend's ex like but i wouldn't be with you know talk up in their dms talking all the time like i would speak to you probably if you're my friend's ex and we knew each other before and i'm really close to my new friend who is your ex i hope you're following like i would speak to you once in every 10 months you know each time i see you oh hey how are you doing and stuff like that but i don't expect me to be in your dms over and over and over again if you're in a habit of pursuing people your friend was interested in you're a fake friend i'm sorry you deserve to get slapped and probably dropped that's the first rule don't see or talk to your friend's exes that's just wrong it's nasty another thing friends shouldn't do is talk shit behind each other's backs you know a lot of people do this like if I were to find out like this close, close, close friend of mine was discussing my business with this person. I'm sorry, I'm going to spit in your face. <laughs> you know, because then why are we friends? If you can't discuss what you are discussing with other people about me, with me, to my face, eye to eye, then we're not friends. Like, I don't know why this trait has been normalized. Like, people just see that's just how friends are. And friends talk behind each other's back. They talk shit about each other all the time. That's not how it's supposed to be. You know? If you have a problem with your friend, speak or forever hold your peace. The last thing you should do is involve third parties into whatever situation you're going through with your friend. It's just wrong, honestly. I would never speak ill against my friend with another person who doesn't really know my friend that well. Like, you don't do that. <clears throat> Though I am guilty of, you know, discussing people or maybe, yeah, basically just discussing people. I am guilty of that. Everyone does that. Usually when I do that is when I don't really care for you. Yeah, I don't really care for you we'll talk about you hey this that, that that but if i'm your friend the last thing you'd expect from me is for me to discuss our issues with somebody else and usually the thing is people don't even these friends don't even know they have issues they just go about their business and stuff like that like i've seen a lot of people and i know a lot of people who will flaunt about their friendship their birthdays like with their friends spend so much money on their friends and time with their friends 
But you know in the background that these people don't like each other. Like, I just don't have the energy to fake it with somebody, you know? So, another, some, so you shouldn't talk about your friends. Like, talk shit or talk bad things about your friends with other people. If you, like I said, if you can't address me about the things I do wrong that you feel are wrong, then don't speak with other people. Period. Like I've experienced a lot of situations where people will come to me and confide in me. Oh, this person did this, this person did this, this person did this. And in my mind, I'd be like, why are you friends? Like if you guys, like you guys clearly don't like each other. I don't even know why you're friends. If you guys have so much issues and you can't talk about them, then why not just leave each other in peace? You go your way, you go he or she goes her way you know which is going to bring me to another topic dropping friends like i feel there is this cutting people off culture like people cut people these days are just cutting off each other very very easily um if a friend cuts you off like drops you in a heartbeat that person wasn't your friend they were looking for a reason to drop you all along usually what usually happens in such situations is let's say you hear oh this person said this about you without even hearing the full story of was it true or was it not this person just confronts you hey i heard you're talking shit about me curses you out and drops you immediately this person was definitely looking for a reason to drop you they didn't want you in their life anymore and i've been dropped like that before you know whereby one day you're cool with somebody you're laughing like you're cool kicking it and stuff like that then the next day this person just cuts you off for no apparent reason and you're there like wow and it really really hurts we didn't talk for that was eighth grade eighth ninth grade for two almost two whole years we didn't talk with the the only reason why we talked is because I changed schools and she felt like, oh, I don't want people to hate on me from other schools. And so she reached out and, you know, we talked. We didn't really talk about our issues. We just, I, she just said, no, I'm sorry, this is how we ended up and stuff like that. I'm like, no, it's cool. We move on and stuff like that. So if a friend does that to you, they were looking for a reason to drop you. For me, I find it really hard to drop people, to just drop people. I almost never drop people, honestly. What I do is I tally. Like, you do something to me, I, I'm just going to keep notes, keep notes, keep notes, keep, keep notes. In keeping notes, I'm going to then reevaluate our friendship and be like, hmm, do we still need to be friends? Even when I clearly see that, okay, this person is toxic and whatnot, I will give you another chance and I'll keep giving you chances until I think I just can't take it anymore and I'll just push it to the side. I won't totally ignore you. I'll still, you know, give you time. Like when you call, I'll pick up and we talk and stuff like that. But what I'll do is just push it to the side a bit and you might notice or you might not notice, but that's what I do because, you know, I believe in resolving issues. If you have a problem or I have a problem. Let's talk about it. And after we're talking about it, like we still can't see eye to eye, then that's when you drop each other. Not why just all of a sudden, boom, you drop me. I don't like you. We don't talk. I don't fuck with you like that. 
that's wrong. It really, really hurts. Don't do that to people. So if a friend does that to you, again, I'll say it. If a friend does that to you, they were looking for a reason to drop you. And when that happens to you, just move on, you know. At the end of the day, this person didn't have your best interests at heart, doesn't care how you feel or how you process it. That's toxic. You know, as we get older, the type of friendships we have need to evolve. They get better, you know. It's no longer this teen romanticized friendship of, oh, let's just meet, we talk and stuff like that. And don't get me wrong, that's cool. But what I'm trying to say is, as we get older and get more acquainted to the worldly problems, each person in this world even you can testify to it, can testify to this is that you every now and then you face financial difficulties and when you face financial difficulties it's always nice to fall back on people who you know can help you you know at the end of the day what i'm trying to say is have a go to person or have go to people to help you out when times get hard when if you don't have Okay, there are two ways this thing could play out. One is you could be your friend's go-to or you could have go-to people. At the end of the day, this thing needs to balance. You can't always be your friend's go-to because at the end of the day, you have problems too. And if someone keeps coming to you over and over again for money, oh, I need this, I need that, I need that. If you're capable of helping them, help out, you know. Feel for someone help out. And that's how I am. I help out a lot of people. If you come to me and explain like, look, this is rough. I need some this. I need some money, this, that, 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 that. And you tell me in your own words, and I don't force it on you. You say, I will pay you back. That's the key word for me. I will pay you back so and so such a date. When you promise to pay someone back, Please pay them back when you say you're going to pay them back. Like, don't just go quiet and think your friend will forget. No, I won't forget. I remember, like, this person owes me money. Like, you owe me money. And the type of person I am is I don't like to argue over money. I will remind you that, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You're owing me some money. Can you pay up? I will only remind you about two or three times, depending on how much I give you. Two or three times. If you keep being shady and running, giving, and just keep dribbling me, eventually I'll stop asking for that money. But in doing that, I will blacklist you and never assist you with money ever again. So if you can't afford to pay someone when you said you'd pay them the most mature thing to do and courteous thing to do is inform the person like look i know i i said i would pay you back on this day but this and this has come up is it okay if i postponed my payment to a later date or is it okay if i pay some of the money back or you know or just Postpone the whole postpone the whole payment plan, you know? And as a friend, 
I would be like, okay, cool, I understand, because I've done that before. Like the times where I borrow some money from someone, and I say I'll pay you next week. Next week comes, like I am broke, and I have no way of paying you back. The what I always do is I always call this person. I won't even delay like low let me wait for this person to ask me then i'll tell them my problem and stuff like that i will call you and or send you a text whatever and inform you i can't pay back right now is it cool if i pay you back half or later and it's up to you if you want the money now you can say okay i appreciate half or just pay me back everything when you can and stuff like that that's the most courteous thing to do i feel a lot of people take advantage of their friends financially usually this really happens when one is doing slightly better than the other the one who is not doing so well takes advantage and in the name of friendship like no you shouldn't trouble me because we are friends and friends need to be there for each other well I have problems too and I planned and I budgeted for that money. No, I, th I don't think there's anyone who just keeps money for their friend like, oh, this money is saved for whenever my friend just needs something and stuff like that. No, you think of you first. You want things, you know, you save up and someone here's someone who comes and inconveniences you. But because they're your friend and you don't want to see them, you know, suffer, you help out because at the end of the day, I wouldn't want... To, I, I, I would feel really, really bad to deny my friend help when I know I could help. I will assist you. Then, me assisting you, the best thing you can do is pay back the money. If you don't pay back, you're a fake friend. That's just whack. In relation to money, what I'm going to talk about next is business and success. And why sometimes these two don't really do well with friendship, with some friendships, that is. Um, a lot of people, I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard the term business and friendship don't mix. You know, there's a reason why that doesn't, they don't mix. If I'm doing business and I'm providing services or selling goods and stuff like that, and you as my friend want me to provide those services to you, it's normal and expected that you will pay. I will treat you like any other customer. You won't get any favors because you are my friend. No, maybe I might give you a discount here or there, but don't expect things to just be free in the name of friendship. A lot of people do this where they'll want something from you, from your business, but aren't willing to pay because you're their friends. Like, I'll give an example of a situation where I started a business of smoking chickens, which was really, really good. And the first bunch I did, I kind of gave a few of my friends, you know, tasting. Like, they, all of them were so interested. No, can we have some and stuff like that. And so I did that. I gave people tasting. I'm like, the next ones, you pay. Did these people come back? No. I don't know if maybe my product wasn't good enough for their liking that's on them but it was damn good because people would always come back people who are not my friends would always come back so we want more chickens and stuff like that so now it just made me realize why aren't my friends coming back is it because now i made it i put emphasis on like you need to pay you know you need to pay for these products and a lot of them will be like no we want we want this we want that but you know they would never bring up the conversations of 
what payment method can I use and stuff like that. So at times I would read between the lines and because I'm not the type of person to hound you over money, I just say like, you know what, to avoid problems, I won't provide you with my services. I would rather provide strangers who will be professional and, you know, give me what's needed. I'll give them what's needed without, you know, dribbling each other too much. So I just personally prefer to keep business away from friends. It shouldn't be like that, but that's just how it is. Then when it comes to success, there are some times where somebody, somebody's success can be very intimidating to you, you know? Um, it's normal to feel a bit intimidated here and there, stuff like that, like where you feel or you've worked just as hard or twice as hard, but because well, for whatever reason, things aren't happening for you the way they're happening for your friend. It's okay to feel a certain type of like, damn, I wish I had that type of success. That's okay. You're human. You can't uh, always be this perfect person and, and stuff like that. But the problem comes in is when you start hating on your friend because of their success. Like they have nothing to do with why you're not popping at the moment. You know, if your friends make you feel you need to downplay your success or your wins just to make them feel comfortable leave that group if you're driving this new car got this new job and you know for a fact like if i tell my friends this they'll feel a certain type of it like you can just sense vibe sometimes like you'll be telling your friends oh i got a promotion i got a raise i got a new car i'm 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 building this house and they're not willing to listen to you they quick either they quickly change the topic or just don't seem interested like yeah okay that's nice blah 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 stuff like that then you know there is something going there and if you're again i say if you're if you feel your friends make you downplay your success then that's bad because i like to see people win because that motivates me because you know at one point we were all at the same pace same level and I see you go up. It gives me hope that, look, if it's happening for you, it can happen for me. I won't hate on your success and make you feel bad for being successful. If you have people who are in the habit of making you downplay your success, then I'm sorry. You don't need to be around such people. Another point I like to bring about flakers. Um, I... Nobody likes a flaker. Like when you make a plan, stick to it. Uh, I'm a bit guilty to, of this because I would say I flake on people a few times. That's a problem I'm actually trying to resolve and stuff like that. But partly it's because I'm kind of introverted. Like I'm 70% introvert and 30% extrovert. So if I got my math right, 70, 80, 90, 100, yeah. Basically, that's right. 70% introvert and 30% extrovert. So meaning that battle to stay in and go out and mingle always happens all the time whenever a friend says, like, you know what, let's go hang this side. Most of the times I prefer to stay home or just within a small space and stuff like that. So now let's talk about the whole flaking thing. There's a difference. Like when you ask me, to meet you somewhere and I say okay cool like let's say next week let's go to Chicago's and let's just have fun and I'll say cool I'm down 
I will inform you ahead of time, like two days or a day ahead of time, like Obin hours ahead of time and tell you like look i don't think i can come because of so and so and so like there are times where i will tell little white lies to you in your to you and be like i can't come because this and this i have to do this and this and this i am guilty of that but other times it's just because i can't come my friend mangala would call me a drawer you know like she whenever she told me like Musa, let's go out the club this week and stuff like that. Like, okay, cool, I'm coming. Then she'd be like, please don't draw me again because you always draw me. I'm sorry for that, you know. But most of the times why I couldn't come is just because I couldn't go, you know. And if you have friends that understand, it's fine, cool. Luckily I have friends that love me and understand how I operate and yeah. It's a problem now whereby you're doing your own thing. And someone texts you and be like, oh, we should hang out or we should go watch a movie next week. This has happened to me many times. There's one person in particular who would always flake on me. Not even the last minute. This person would just wouldn't show up. The first time this person did this, we said, no, let's go watch this. Let's go watch a movie. That was, I think, four or five years ago. Let's go to Levy and watch a movie. Levy is a more basically. Let's go to Levy and watch a movie. This person, we were in contact in the, on the very day we were in contact. And I said, I will start off from home at 12, 12 hours. So that, because I stayed a bit far and I just needed to be there a bit early so that you catch up with me. I will start off at 12 hours. This person was like, okay, cool. We'll meet at 14. 14 on, not, not, 14 on the dot, I was at the location we said we would meet. This person didn't show up. And the thing is, I'm very patient. That's one thing I'm, I'm very good at. Like patience, I have a very high tolerance for people. I waited for basically two hours, almost going to three hours. This person didn't show up. I tried calling this person. This person wouldn't pick up their call. And reached a point where this person just didn't pick up, just turned off your phone. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with you. Still, after that, I didn't learn my lesson. The person contacted me around at, at night. and like, no, no, I'm sorry. I couldn't come. My mom sent me here, here, here. I'm like, okay, cool. It's fine. But at least she could have told me if it meant us not going for the movie and doing whatever your mom asked you to do. At the end of the day, it's just like, you know, I wouldn't want to waste a trip. At the end of the day, Let's just meet, we talk, we vibe, and do what we gotta do, and we go home. No, I'm sorry. The person's like, no, I'm sorry. I'm like, cool, fine. I gave this person another chance. The same thing happened three more times with a certain person, till I was like, you know what, I am done. I have no time to waste. You text me, and now I go to the same location, and you just don't pick up anymore. Then this person had the audacity to tell me, no, Musa, you've changed. You and I, like, whenever we tried to meet is because whenever you try to meet, you never showed up. I'm like, I stopped showing up because you never showed up on the times that you decided to want it to meet. And the thing is that it was always you who was instigating these meetups or, uh, you know, basically starting this conversation about meeting up. I was doing just fine without you. So you came to me and bothered me. So I just told the person like straight up, like, look, this is a situation. 
whenever I came, whenever I would show up, you never showed up. If your friend flakes on you like that all the time, it's just annoying. Just leave, drop them, drop, 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 drop them, or just don't drop them. Just have a distant relationship. Like, okay, look, we're cool, but I'll love you from afar. When we meet, we'll meet. If we don't meet, we don't meet. It's fine. So basically, that's how I deal with flakers. Like, eventually, I just stop taking you seriously. And whenever you ask to meet up, I just won't meet up. Yeah. And so that brings us to an end of part one of Revealing Our Fake Friends. Part two is going to come out next week. Uh, feel free to send voice notes, comment on the link. I'm going to post the link and you guys can comment and stuff like that and just make it more interactive because the more people are involved the more fun it gets so hope to see you guys next week thank you very much for listening love you bye